Welcome to Relational Skills in Real Life, a Thrive Today podcast where we share everyday stories of encouragement and transformation from people using relational skills in their lives. Spend time with us and be inspired by real life examples of how we use relational skills to strengthen and repair our relational connections. We're so glad you're here. Hello, friends. Welcome to Relational Skills in Real Life. This is episode six. I'm really excited about our time together today because today's focus is really one of the game changers here at Thrive Today. So we're going to focus today on relational circuits or what we call skill zero in the 19 skills. We call this skill mobilizing the master switch. That's right, mobilizing the master switch. So this is turning on your brain's master switch to help you stay relational, engaged, clear, creative, focused, all kinds of good things grow in this garden when your relational brain is working. And so relational circuits is a term that Carl Lehman and Jim Wilder came up with to really describe what happens when your right hemisphere relational engine is working together. That's right. And so they observe that when this relational circuit is on, joy is available, right? The brain is in a trainable state. We can focus, we can be engaged, we can be present, we can actually practice relational skills and feel like engaging and interacting with other people. But when this relational circuit goes down or when it's off or dimmed, what happens is we'd rather be on our phone. We don't want to interact with people. We're no longer curious or creative. We're usually focusing on a task, We're focusing on problems or pain. We're focusing on what's wrong instead of what's right. So we become critical. And so the goal is how to activate this relational switch so that you are your relational best self. And one of the things that Carl and Jim noticed is they just, building joy wasn't going to happen unless this this skill was being used, unless this relational circuit was up and running, just couldn't build joy. It just felt like, you know, it felt like, why are we doing these weird exercises? But when this relational circuit was on, we were able, they were able to engage. They were able to build some joy and interact and be relational. So this one skill really is a game changer. And it just, it's one of the foundational skills that we always train people at Thrive. It is the first skill people learn. If I ever do uh, work with marriages, this is the first skill couples are going to learn. When I do any kind of pastoral ministry, this is the skill I'm going to use right off the bat because I know if this relational circuit is not on, we're not in a teachable, trainable state, right? Just can't build joy, can't learn relational skills unless this circuit is up and running. And so one of the the stories I wanted to share today is about my friend Linda. And Linda is a great friend. She's someone who works uh, in the business world at work, she's got kind of a high power uh, job that just demands a lot out of her. She also has young children at home and their family. So one of the things that Linda was noticing is that she was no longer really enjoying her job. She felt like she was just kind of going through the motions and her family was getting leftovers. Whenever she would get home in the evening, she just she was still thinking about work. She just couldn't close the door from work. And she was just not building joy. She was not feeling peaceful. And one of the the byproducts of her relational circuit not being on is her children didn't feel seen, heard, and understood. 
Um, her parenting felt like she was just managing behavior instead of um, growing character. So she was kind of behavior modification in her parenting style. And her children just didn't feel important. And so she was treating her, her family as kind of tasks, just like she would do at work, just kind of in a task mode. And her family were just not feeling a lot of joy. She was very rigid. And this was really making um, making things hard for her family, to say the least. And part of what she was seeing at work is she was just so consumed with outcomes and results that people were feeling run over by her. And so she could be a little intense at times and just people felt, you know, kind of like roadkill after interacting with her. Uh, her coworkers, her team just did not feel cared for, even though Linda's heart is a very caring heart. She has a big heart. She loves people. But something was happening in Linda where her coworkers, her colleagues, her family, her children, her even her spouse, everybody is just feeling kind of run over by her. They're just not feeling um, a whole lot of joy. And so when I started to talk to Linda, one of the things that became crystal clear very quickly was she was not um, able to stay relational. For whatever reasons, her relational circuit was just not staying engaged. So we talked about this skill and how some simple practices could help her stay curious and creative, help her to, to reflect on the good stuff and be, be able to help her to, to be kind and to be gentle and to notice when people need a breather and to be able to help really people feel seen and valued. And so one of the first things I suggested is before you walk in your house at night, take five, three to five minutes, ideally five minutes, to just reflect on some highlights from your day, take some deep breaths, and Try to get yourself in your relational sweet spot. So before you even walk in the door, take a little bit of time to get relational so that when you greet your family and you see your family, what they're going to get is they're going to feel seen and loved and valued. As soon as you walk in that door, they're going to see some joy on your face. And this one uh, task honestly changed a lot for Linda's family because she took the time. And so by the time she interacted with her family, family was like, well, what's gotten into you? You're more present. You're more here. And she wasn't bogged down with work from the day or frustrations from the day because she had, in a sense, closed that door to be able to stay present, relational, and and really kind and engaged with their family. So this, this really changed a lot of the family dynamics. She also told her family about what she was learning about Skill Zero and how this one skill was needed for her interactions with, with her family. The very people she loved were getting leftovers. And so she wanted them to get the, the best of her joy and the best of her peace and the best of her heart. So helping the family interpret this was also good because then they could start doing some exercises to highlight, to share highlights from the day, to be able to get relational, and even to have a language for when they're losing their relational footing, to say, hey, let, let's wait a moment. I need to get relational before we have this conversation. So they talked about it. More importantly, they practiced it. And then they would share stories of how it felt to be relational and joyful and peaceful. So the family um, really felt like they were getting back on track. And Linda was very pleased with how this one skill was really changing her family. And the thing that was happening at work is she recognized she's under a lot of pressure and feeling afraid or worried um, for outcomes really put her into this task-driven non-relational mode. 
So she started to proactively pause to get relational before important discussions with colleagues or with her team and be able to even help have a language, you know, talk about this one skill that even at work, people could recognize, are, are, am I relational right now or not? Because, you know, they started to learn that if you're not relational, then what happens is um, you're not going to be creative. And so creativity kind of dissipates when we're not in relational mode. So getting in relational mode helped everybody to have be clearer in their thinking, to be clear in their understanding and their words, be able to be clear about how to best meet some of those needs and have gain some of those outcomes in a way where creativity is part of that discussion. So this really started to kind of change the tone of of her um, the work environment as well, and just colleagues started to feel less like roadkill. They started to feel more valued, and they felt like they were just a valuable member of the team with with Linda. So, friends, a little bit of practice goes a long way, and that really is the point of Linda's story today. Is she learned to get relational? She recognized that she was not using Skill Zero. She recognized that she was not relational. And this was creating uh, this was creating a hefty toll for her family and her her workmates and colleagues. So skill zero: Am I relational right now? And if I'm not relational, then I can do the steps to get relational again. In my book, The Joy Switch, I talk about this: how we can learn some simple steps to get relational where we can connect with people and and use eye contact. We can practice just reflecting on appreciation. We can practice taking a few deep breaths, deep breaths. Deep breathing has a very calming effect on our bodies and it really helps to help our body shift into the, the low energy states when we're just kind of amping up. And then there are specific exercises we call the Shalom My Body exercises that you can go to YouTube on and just, just look up Shalom My Body and you'll see Dr. Wilder, myself, and uh, many colleagues demonstrating those exercises. So a little bit of skill zero goes a long way. This skill is what I'd say is low-hanging fruit, that you start practicing this, you start learning this, and you will see differences in your life, in your relationships, at work in your community, with your family, like you're just going to see a difference across the board. So very practical skill, but life changing. It's very transformative when we learn to stay in our relational sweet spot, as I call it. So you can learn more. Uh, I wrote this book called The Joy Switch. You can learn more about this at thrivetoday.org. You can go to have a whole page on the Joy Switch, uh, where you can learn more, get videos and so forth. Lots of good information, but the Joy Switch is one of the, is a really good uh, resource to actually start practicing some of the exercises to help you learn to uh, notice whether you're relational or non-relational and how to get back into your relational sweet spot when you lose it. Thank you for listening. Check the description of this episode for specific resources and visit us at thrivetoday.org anytime. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with friends. We look forward to seeing you next time.